Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. The Boston 60 Minutes on Ice. Pots Radio. Watching lots of hockey last night, as you are every single day. Did you not hear me? I got you. All right. I think Big B can't hear me. Yes, I can hear you. Oh, okay. You made a weird uh, gesture. Normally, when Big B throws his hand up in the air, he's, he's sending me something. Not sure what it is. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is Sunday at 11 a.m. in the morning because there's uh, lots of hockey going on today, lots of hockey going on tomorrow, so we won't have time uh, to go on air with you. But we got a great show ahead for you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, again, remember, there we go. Share the show. Share it with everyone. Let us know. Pucks and Pints Radio. Bacon, do you have anything today? Because I got this. I got nothing pressing. No, no, I nothing mean beer wise. So we're we're oh. doing Well, you know, just because it's eleven AM on a Sunday and I've got nothing else to do. Locker room logger. He's got his locker room <laughs> logger, ladies and gentlemen. Five dollars off your first purchase if you go to Pucks and Pints Radio. I might crack one too. I was I I, I, I was waiting for the first one to break. <laughs> and then I thought I might have one too, but I got a V8. I have coffee. See, you did it, Bacon. You, you. All right, boys, let's get into it. Um, I'm a little discombobulated going this early in the morning. We do have uh, the Mike Sports Minute, ladies and gentlemen, and of course. Uh, Jay Vegas's pick of the week. I bet against whatever he picks, but that's entirely <laughs> up to you. Uh, anyway, here we go. 
16 teams enter and only one survives. It's time for the race to the cup. Race to the cup. We're going to turn things over to Bacon. Uh, let's start in the Western Conference. Let's go series by series. Let me uh, bring things up here. What do you got, Bacon? Where do we start? Well, let's uh, let's start with the Avs and the Kraken. The Avs and the Kraken. Okay, and and what was that? I, I I'd like you to read our predictions as as we go along. So, uh, Mike Mike Jolitz and Jay Vegas both had the Avs. Uh, I didn't get the number of games from them. Uh, you had the game the Avs in five. I had the Avs in five, and Big B had the Avs in six. Okay. Big B seems to be the one on uh, track with this. Uh, Big B, what do you think of this series so far? And by the way, welcome to the show. Um, <clears throat> I must say, game one was a surprise. The uh, Seattle winning in Colorado. Uh, that kind of, I think, almost could have turned the series on its head, but the Avalanche would come back and won the next two. I still think the Avalanche are going to win. Um, Kraken are good though, but I, do you, ultimately do you, the Avalanche are going to win. Do you guys find that the Avalanche are healthy? I mean, McCarr's great, but they're hurting. I, I, think, I, I think they're borderline. Um, they're they're playing through it because they know that if if they lose to an expansion team, they're going to look terrible. And I think that weighs on the back of their mind the whole time in this series. Um, I, I think guys are playing through some stuff that. Maybe they would sit out two or three games uh, in the regular season for just because it's playoffs, and that's you know to be expected, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think they're really uh, they're really pushing it. Um, I, I I don't buy that they they're because it's an expansion team. They're the defending Stanley Cup champs. That's more probably weighing on their mind. They don't want to get bounced in the first round, regardless of who it is. I don't think they're looking at it as an expansion team. They are the defending Stanley Cup champions. They're going in there with the confidence of a defending Stanley Cup champion. And for them to get bounced in the first round, that would look bad. Can I address really quickly? I, I don't want to derail things, but um, I notice you're calling them an expansion team. But since Vegas and Seattle, the way they've reconstructed how expansion teams are formed right off the bat. I don't buy into this anymore. This is not a young team in Seattle. Yeah, no, sure, they, they, they got a thousand draft picks and all that stuff, but uh, I don't buy into this expansion thing anymore. When Washington came in the league, yeah, that was an expansion team. They basically <laughs> didn't have anyone skating on the ice for them. But in today's expansion world, I mean, was was wasn't it the first year, guys, that Vegas made it to the cup? Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. They uh, and, and I use the term expansion team because until another team comes in, they're technically the the latest expansion of the league. But you're right. Um, far gone is the past expansion uh, rules and structure, and it's just okay. We're adding another team, and we're going to you know, structure it with, with players from every team and, and make it competitive to begin with versus, hey, you're a new team, good luck. And you know what? I honestly like the way they're doing that. It's fair, right? 
Big B, you look like you're mad. No. Oh. It's very early in the morning. I've learned to uh, read Big B's facial expressions, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I can, I can trigger something in him. So it's early. So I'm, forgive it's us. It's early. It's not, it's not the 8, 9 o'clock uh, show. So. Is, is right. it safe to say that it's not madness, it's disappointment based on last night's results? Uh, well, we're going to get to all the results. We'll so that, how do you guys feel that. about this Colorado-Seattle series? Let's get to the business. I, Who's going to win? I still think I like Colorado's going to win. I, I do, too. I, I think Colorado's going to win, but I like it. I flipped it on last night after the Leafs game, and I was honestly surprised. Um to see that Seattle was again making it a game. And then, you know, the last little bit of the third period, it kind of broke open for Colorado. But uh, Seattle is, I think they're surprising everyone, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I'll go Colorado too. Big B, uh, the goalie in Colorado, is he is he still the real deal? Oh, you're, I will have faith in Georgiev until he proves me otherwise. Georgiev was great in New York as a backup to Shesterkin coached by the greatest goaltender coach in the NHL, Benoit Allaire. Um, going over to Seattle, I think he was uh, tied for tops in the league in shutouts, had a great season. Um, he's always been the real deal to me. He, was, he could have been a starter on every other team outside of the Rangers when he was on the Rangers because of Shesterkin. I agree. Good goalie. Bacon, you're the, you're, you're the goalie guy. Um, I, I like them. I, I, I don't, um, I, I don't follow the West as much as I do the East, obviously. Me either. Uh, you know, we're, just, we're, we're just throwing you fluff right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I try to keep tabs on, on goalies that move around and it's really tough because, you know, when we get to the series, there, there was a, a surprise goaltending move last night that, uh, Big B, you brought up in our chat that I, I read the, the article and I was like, wow. I'm like, I, I didn't see that coming. And it was somebody that I wasn't, you know, thinking that would ever see time in one of these playoffs. But um, save yeah, it, I mean, save he, it, save it, save it. He's doing all right. I mean, he looks good. Um, his defense is in front of him. They're, he's take, they're taking care of him. Um, there's no reason to to doubt him at this point. I mean, yes, yeah, Seattle's got a few goals, but that's to be expected. you got a team that fought to be in the playoffs, and they're proving why they need to be there. If I would give you a mulligan, what would you say? I still say Avs in five. I, I still like Avs in five as well. Or well, you're Avs in. Uh, oh, you're Avs in five. I'm Avs in five. I, I still think it's going to be five. It may stretch to six, like Big B uh, took that dead guess. But I still think Avs in five. I think Seattle got their wins, and I think it, Colorado's just going to take it from here. I'm still sticking with six. Uh, Seattle's fighting. I think they can pull out one more game. Uh, but ultimately, absent six. All right, well, they, they got to go back home at least once, right? So yep. they do have to go back to Seattle once. Uh, let's move uh, ahead because I think we're all foaming at the mouth to get to the east. So what's next, uh, Bacon? <laughs> uh, the next one we had was was the Dallas Minnesota series. Uh, everyone picked Dallas. Ken, you had him in six. I had him in five, and B had him in seven. Is anybody reconsidering this? I mean, this Minnesota team is unreal. If they keep Flurry out of the net, I think they have a chance. Big B? Well, yeah, I, 
Minnesota, I thought Dallas would have a much easier time. Even though I picked them at seven, I thought Dallas would have a much easier time. Minnesota's playing extremely well. And I'm surprised that uh, Gustafson is is in net. I thought they would put Flurry in, uh, but Gustafson's playing well. Um, but Flurry in mean, game two, Flurry in game two took the loss, Big B. Yeah, he, oh, he and he stunk it up. Right, um, and that's the, that's the only game where the the uh, Wild looked bad. So you know, they I would assume they go with Gustafson the rest of the way, um, and they are playing. They could beat the Stars. This is the one series I'm rethinking um, as far as who comes out the winner. The Wild can win. Uh, they're, I, I don't know what they got. They're like a, uh, it's like when you have leftovers and you throw everything in the pot and you just eat what you have left. I, I, I really don't know what they got. I was shocked when they put Fleury into game two after the way Gustafsson played in game one. Uh, they still got Ottinger, so I don't know. But. I'm starting to, I'm like Big B. I'm starting to doubt myself, Bacon. Well, I, it, it's interesting. And this this series is the only one that I made an extra note uh, on the paper on. Now, I'm automatically out of this running by default because I picked them in five and there's still two games left and Dallas can't win it in five. So um, I, I'm technically out of that one. But I had a little note on the side of the page here that says with an arrow and a star and it says Minnesota's the sleeper in that series. So I, I doubted myself when I picked Dallas originally, but I stuck with them because I thought it was going to take. And Minnesota's so, proving that they can play physical with the big boys, and they're they're and, making a making a run of it. And wasn't it that way the entire season? As we every week, as we went through the standings, right, you'd see Minnesota kind of creeping up, but none of us had faith in Minnesota making a run for the division, which yeah, they 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 did. Um, None of us saw them. I think even at the beginning of the season, they were borderline making the playoffs. They've surprised us the entire season. So right. and, for and, them and, to beat the Stars should not surprise us now. And you and I, Big B, we, we, we talk about our, and, and Bacon, uh, we're talking about our uh, respective teams being in salary cap hell. These guys are still riding Parisi and Suter, and, 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 and they even made moves at the deadline to dump people. I don't get this team, but I'm kind of starting to like them. <laughs> yeah, and, it, it, man, they... I'll tell you what, man. I, I I turn on the highlights. I haven't. I've only watched maybe maybe half a period of this series so far because it coincides with other games that are on, and there's just so much hockey you, you can't watch it all unless you've got multiple TVs. Uh, I'll admit I have two, and they both run simultaneously with hockey games. But um, the the Minnesota Dallas series. Um, Minnesota is coming out, and they are they are just beating up on them. Six thirty p.m. They're, tonight, Eastern. By the way, yeah, yeah. That's today is a nice day because they spread the games out at one, three thirty, six thirty, and nine. So you'd be able to watch all four and not have to worry about anything overlapping like yesterday. But well, maybe um, you can watch the nine o'clock game, but I don't need to because I already know what's going to happen. So, um, <laughs> well, and that one's coming up soon, but. Um, 
Yeah, you, you made a good point, Big B, about them kind of just creeping up and creeping up and just sort of hanging in there enough to make us think, hey, are they going to make it? Or are they not going to make it? Which is a perfect segue into the next series because we thought exactly the same about Winnipeg. We weren't sure the whole season. We got to a point where we counted them out and they weren't part of our, our list. And then about three weeks later, we went, oh, wait a minute. Well, they we were they, they they were in front for a large part of the uh, of the season, but uh, guys, Morrissey is out. He's done. Yep, lower what they call the lower body injury from last night. Yeah. Um, but again, this is another series that they are making games of it, mm-hmm. right? In games that they shouldn't even be hanging into. Vegas being up four to one yesterday, and all of a sudden it's it's a tie game. I've been go Jets go, kind of as a you know, you know I love my own team, but I, I'm a go Jets go kind of guy. Uh, Vegas is still going to win this. Yeah, and, I, and I, I had Vegas in four, so I'm out of the running. The, the first game that Winnipeg wins five to one, which shocked the <laughs> hell out of me. I'll say that. Um, but you're right; they 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 are they're putting up one hell of a fight. I was watching the game yesterday. Four to one into the third period, you think Vegas is going to coast, and all of a sudden here comes Winnipeg, and they pushed it to two overtimes. And the only the only reason they lost that overtime was of a bad turnover in the in the uh, defensive zone. Yeah, and right, and and, and, and I can't is... fault him on that one. I can't oh. fault him too much because it was a rookie defenseman. They make mistakes. Maybe they shouldn't have had him out in that situation. Mm. It's hard to say, but to give that kid some credit, as soon as that game ended. Um, Shifley and I can't remember the other player left the bench, went right to that kid mm. to say, look, man, it's not, you know, keep your head up. You know, you did what you could. Sorry about your luck. We all um, do it, right? But 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 again, when I watch Vegas, I'm like, who the hell is that goalie? I've never heard of him before. For so. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. That's, the, that's the other storyline that Jonathan Quick isn't starting. Yep. But I mean, I guess arguably until generally the third period in most of these games, Rossois has been stand on his head fantastic. Mm. Not um, but I mean, I, I really would like to see Quick in there. But was, right? wasn't but, wasn't he the starting goaltender before? Like he got injured, and that's why they got Quick because they ultimately had no goaltending. But he yes. was the starting goaltender before then. Yeah, he, he I, was the guy they put I, their really faith in this year that. after. A, Everything I really think they uh, took quick. <clears throat> Again, some of these trades are really weird. There's teams that are still in the thick of things. But I wonder about some of the trades they made. But, uh, yeah, it is weird. Where is quick? Now, it, it, interestingly enough, you say that. And when we get to the East, we had a discussion yesterday in our in our group about a trade that a lot of these trades have worked out fantastic. These guys obviously know what they're doing. They've put put their faith in these guys they've traded for, and the things are starting to kind of work out. When we get to the East, there's one scenario where somebody was overpaid, and somebody's agent made a lot of money on something that probably shouldn't happen. Oh, we talked about trade, I thought you were but, talking about the West and uh, Jack Campbell. But anyway, um, well, that's yeah, that was earlier in the season, but that's another one. Yeah. So we all got Vegas, or no? Yeah, everybody had Vegas. Uh, you and I had Vegas in six, and Big B had Vegas in four. So Are we sticking with this, So This is what I'm... No, yeah, Vegas is going to win. Uh, yeah. Winnipeg's putting up a hell of a fight. Vegas will win. 
I, I think so as well. As d despite how intimidating that Winnipeg Arena looked yesterday when they walked in with that whiteout, mm. uh, I still think Vegas is going to pull it. Yeah. And I love the Winnipeg coach. I love bonus. But uh, okay, what's next? Come on, you're dragging it on. I want to get to the East. <laughs> uh, the last one in the West is the the Kings and the Oilers. Uh, this is where we started to have some fluctuations. Jay Vegas had the Kings. Everybody else had the Oilers. Uh, Coach K, you had them in seven. Edmonton in seven. I had Edmonton in six, and so did Big B. I want to change uh, my pick. I, I I now believe McJesus is human. <laughs> and I couldn't be more thrilled about it, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I'm a Canadian. I hope the Kings bury these guys and get rid of them. No goaltending, no defense. Did you see that stupid penalty Nurse took yesterday? These games are on way too late for me. I I have not seen one minute of one game I've been sleeping. These, these me are too. too late games. But on Saturday, I, uh, I or whatever night it was, I kind of watched a little bit, Friday or Saturday. Um, Edmonton, listen, I can't wait to get to the East because then I can release the beast that is inside me. But you Edmonton fans are full of crap. You're nothing. You got two players and that's it. You're done. If not this round, you're done the next, and I'm calling it now. So with with that being the case, you wanted to switch your switch your your, uh, your your bet from Edmonton in seven to what? Well, because I was in this, like, McJesus thing, right? Like, that guy's so good, he's so fast, he's not going to score a goal. He scored two yesterday, and they still lost. I'm oh, I, keep, I don't... Uh, I I'm going to keep my pick. I'm going to keep I'm, my pick. But, God, I thought I hated the Bruins. I thought I hated the Red Wings. I thought I hated the Senators. And last night, I really hated Tampa. God, I hate Edmonton. All right, so you're keeping your pick even though you hate them. Make a note of that. <laughs> Rangers are going to beat them in seven. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, six. I said six. Yeah, me and Bacon said six. Now, in order for, for ours to come true, uh, Edmonton has to win out because the Kings are up two games to one, yep. um, which I don't think is impossible at all. I still think Edmonton is going to win. Um, it might not be in six, maybe push to seven now. But I'm, I'm sticking with Edmonton. Um, I've said it before, even though the Kings are up two to one, and McDavid did nothing in one, game one. Um, Drysidle took over. I said, I've been saying, you may be able to shut down one, but you can't shut down both. Uh, and keep in mind, games one and three both went to overtime. So it's not like uh, the Kings are coming out and dominating in their victories. These Neither are is Edmonton. Games. I, but no, but you're, you're, you're making it sound like Edmonton has two players, nobody else. The Kings should roll them, and they're not. They're going to overtime in both L.A. Kings games. 
uh, and and L.A. has won both of them, but it could go either way. What I'm trying to explain to you is, is that I don't think it takes two players to win a hockey game. But according to the hockey world, Dreisaitl and McDavid are the be-all of be-all, and they can turn a game on a heartbeat, which they may be able to, but they're not on the ice all the time. I throw three guys on them, and let's see what the rest of the team does. They're a mediocre team after those two, Big B. That's all I'm saying. And they went to the Western Conference final last Doesn't year matter. The exact same team. It's so the weakest point, conference of the freaking planet. they went to the final. Come that to the East. No Come home to the East, you lazy pieces of crap. We'll show you how hockey's played when the that's first a, round is the Eastern Conference final. That's that's a completely different story. They're in the West. They can't play in the Eastern Conference uh, first round because they're in the West. They went to the Western Conference final last year with the same team. Bad defense, bad goaltending. Uh, they have Ekholm, uh, which is an upgrade on their defense. But other than that, uh, it's the exact same team. They made it to the final, uh, the Western Conference final. So saying that two guys can't carry a team is wrong. They can. Not to the not to the Stanley Cup final, but deep into the playoffs, yes, they can. And in Let's, fact, this year, I would almost argue and say that their goaltending this year, aside from Campbell, is better. better. Skinner is a much better goalie than Mike Smith. Yes. And well, Ekholm upgrades their D, not to the point where they have great defense, but upgrades their D from what it was last year. But the other point that you have to look at, it, and and the the one that you were saying, Ken, is two guys. It takes two guys. It doesn't take two guys to win a hockey game. L.A. has figured that out. The minute those guys hit the ice, there's two guys on them. One of them is generally Doughty. so they keep they keep them under wraps pretty good, which I think is helping to limit the damage that they're incurring. The minute those two are off the ice is when L.A. is scoring a lot of their goals. So let's dress Barbie in her Sunday best and see who comes out at the end of the series because I'm telling you, these Edmonton fans throwing garbage on the ice after game one are worse than Red Wing fans. Anyway, what's next? All right, so now you were, you were chomping all at day. the bit. I'll go on all day. You were chomping at the bit to get to the east, so we're going to start in the east. We're going to start with the Islanders and Carolina, just to keep you waiting a little bit longer. Yeah, well, Big B <laughs> wants this one. I, I, I have no, I have no one in in the queue on this. So we were split almost evenly on this one. Uh, Jay Vegas had Carolina. Mike Jolitz had the Islanders. Uh, Coach K had Carolina in seven. I had the Islanders in five, and B had the Islanders in seven. Currently, Carolina leads two to one. And this this is one of the series I've been watching because it plays on the day that the Rangers are off. Uh, and you're living here in New York, you hear nothing but the stupid Islander fans. <laughs> and the, the, the reason why I want to go first in this series is because it's surrounded on the Islander side by so-called controversy of the refereeing. So in game one, the Hurricanes lost two to one. They were given a power play at the very beginning of the second period of a, for a slash that was a borderline slash, maybe, maybe not. Uh, and uh, Carolina scored to make the game two to one. So now the Islanders are, that's the reason why they lost the game. Even though they had 17 minutes left in the second period, the entirety of the third period, and had a power play at the end of the third period, uh, which couldn't score. 
They lost two to one. But again, that's the ref's fault, not the Islanders' fault. Now we go to game two. Game two, uh, the Islanders did not have a power play. The Hurricanes had six. So again, the referees are showing favoritism. Uh, in overtime, there was a missed high stick. Absolutely, it was a high-sticking call that should have been made. It wasn't. And a few seconds later, Hurricanes went on to win the game. Of course, the reason why they lost the game is the, rain, is the referee's fault. Never mind that they were leading 3-2 to two into the third period and couldn't hold the lead. Never mind all that. It's the referee's fault. Come to game three, the Islanders won. Now, it was a good game up until about three minutes left in the third period. The game was tied at one, three minutes left in the third period, and the Islanders scored four goals in those three minutes. Tremendous end of the period. That Islanders was fantastic. won the game. I don't want to interrupt, but that was awesome. Yeah. It, it that was, was unbelievable. Know, a tremendous last three minutes of a period. But up until then, again, the referees were showing favoritism. I even heard uh, watching the game – uh, Butch Goring, who is a former Islander and, and a broadcaster, he was whining and complaining that the Islanders were being That's for the water cooler. Icings. That's for the water cooler. Don't worry about that. That was because... <laughs> You're stressing me out so much, I think I'm going to crack one. <laughs> so there was too many icing calls. The Islanders should not should be allowed to ice the puck and not have it called. So this entire series... Everybody is framing the Islanders losing around the referees. It's all the referees' fault. It's bullshit. Until they win a game with three minutes left in the period. Then the Islanders is the greatest team ever. The Islanders look like they are going to lose this series. I said the Islanders in seven. If they lose this series, and, and there's a good chance they will, it's going to be the referees' fault, the referees' fault, the referees' fault. None of it will be on the Islanders at all. Can I ask a question? Who the hell was in net for Carolina? Again, another goalie Auntie I Ronta. never heard of. Auntie Ranta. No, uh, didn't they have the... Oh, maybe I got the wrong no, game. Auntie Ranta was a, a starter in okay, I got uh, the wrong Phoenix. Game. Yeah, he was an uh, old Phoenix goalie. Yep. Yeah, he was an old Phoenix goalie. He was a backup for the Rangers. He's bounced around a little bit. He... Um, uh, because Anderson was out last year, he played the entirety of the playoffs last season um, to the, the first and um, the second round when they got bounced by the Rangers. But he played then. He's a solid goaltender, not a superstar goaltender. I wouldn't even call him a starter at this point in his career, but you know he's forced into action. I don't know what's wrong with Anderson, why he's not starting. My, well, he's a piece of wow. shit. That's why we got rid of him. Excuse me. For, but for, if he's healthy, generally he's the starter. He's not a good goalie at all. Um, it, it was the Devils. Sorry, I'll get to that when we get there. I got the wrong goalie. Auntie Rana is the best goalie that Carolina's had all year. Um <laughs> I'm not going to waver on this. I still think the Islanders can beat these guys. I'm not I'm not on this Carolina bandwagon like everything else, like when Carolina and the Rangers go head on, Carolina's going to crush them. They're a good team, but I just don't see anything in these guys, and I still think Sorokin could win this series. Well, interestingly enough, your pick was Carolina in seven. I know, but I was playing around with it in my head like crazy. <laughs> well, it's I, tough, right? Now that we've seen three games out of all these teams, we're getting surprises, right? Teams that we thought weren't going to show up are showing up and, 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 and doing stuff that we didn't think was going to happen. 
And up until three minutes left in the third period of game three, Ati Ranta was out playing Sorokin. But oh, this is why we play 60 minutes. How many times have you seen a team score a goal with a minute to go and put it in overtime and win? Like, this is why we play the game. Uh, we've, yeah, well, there's one series we've seen it twice already. So, I don't know. What's next? Uh, let's see. We've got, uh, uh, I don't know. Let's go. Uh, I guess we'll go Boston, Florida. Uh, another one where everybody was split. Uh, Vegas had Boston. Jolitz had Florida. Ken, you had Boston in six. I had Florida in six. And B, you had Boston in five. We are sitting at Boston leading two to one. Boston has to win, and I'll tell you why later. Um, tell us why now. That's the whole. We're talking about the series. Tell us why now. No, I can't tell you why because it leads into another prediction. Um, I still think Boston is good enough to beat Florida. They've looked good. Uh, hey, guys, President's Trophy uh, team last year. Uh, pulled a dud against uh, the Lightning in round two. Um, made some bad trades. I don't care what happened to Calgary. I'm still going to stand by that. I don't believe in the trades they made or the players that they've uh, acquired, including a Tachuk. Um, Boston is still going to win this. They, 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 they're just a little bit too good. But not that good. I definitely good. think they have more. But depth not that than good. Florida. I, I think they're overall. Everything favors them to win. But again, Florida's kicking back a little bit. Um, I haven't. I'll be honest. I haven't watched a whole lot of these games. Not as many as I'd like to, anyway. Um, but it, it just seems that uh, you know Boston is just gritting it out. And and I'll tell you what. From what I have seen, Bertuzzi is a baby Marchand. He's done well. He is. He. They, I mean, you didn't see a lot of this play when he was with Detroit, but you bring him over here. He is. You know, he's face washing guys left and right. He's stealing sticks. He's. He's just getting in there and just being a, a nuisance. And maybe there's a little bit of uh, the rat's influence on him here. Maybe they might sit beside each other in the room. I don't know. Yeah. I just. I. I what do you do now, though, guys? Do you go back with Bobrovsky or no today? I like well, Lions. I thought he's played amazing. That's, yeah, I mean, that's a tough call because, you know, you look back, their games haven't been out-of-hand games, right? They're not winning 8-1, to one, right? They're winning, you know, 4-2, to two. Um Six, the Panthers win in six to three. So I mean, they're games that that I, I I think you stay with Lion. I think you leave him in there until until he has a blowout. You know, I agree. Everything that's going around, that's happening around him, not isn't necessarily his fault. I agree, hundred percent. Stick with your goalie. Stand by him. Big B. Uh, I agree. Stay, stay with Lion. But you saw. <clears throat> You saw in game two, the Panthers kind of came out and shocked the Bruins. I don't think the Bruins were ready for it. They were kind of maybe just take, uh, 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 taking it for granted. 
that they were going to win. Uh, and then you saw them come back in game three and play their game. And the Bruins, the Bruins just play their game and they're going to continue to just play their game and beat Florida. I don't see Florida winning this series. I said Bruins in five. It could go to six, but uh, Boston's going to win this game. Uh, game two was a wake-up call for them, I think. Uh, showed that the uh, Florida can play with them. And you saw it in game three. They just said, okay, we'll just continue our game and, 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 and beat them four to two. They're not flashy. They're not going to, you know, score these wild goals and have these huge nine-nothing games. They're going to go out. They're going to outwork you, and they're going to beat you. That's what they do. All right. I got Boston, yeah. too. Bacon or? Uh... Uh, I had Florida, but I, I, I agree 100%. I think Florida just, you know, I can just imagine in the, the locker room, just the, the conversation just being, look, <clears throat> these guys are high on their horse. Let's just go out and outwork them. And that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see after today. They're, they're back in Florida today. So if the Bruins can steal this one at home, I think that might deflate a little bit more of that Florida confidence. But I'm still going to stick with it and, and go for a surprise in the first round exit by the best team in the league. So we'll see. All right. I've got other thoughts. But anyway, why don't we go to Jay Vegas before we get to the last two? <clears throat> kind of build some suspense. If you haven't caught on yet bacon's in the middle he's not dropping his hat but he's he's with me i'm wearing my leafs blue big b has his ranger jersey on we're gonna hand it to you in just a few minutes but uh now we gotta mute guys uh, are we all capable of uh, of doing that ourselves yes we are. we're all big boys now although bacon's not muted my mic has a mute on it, remember. Right. I'm good. I'm going to mute mine. Hey, folks. Welcome back to another edition of Jay Vegas's Picks of the Week. Uh, the playoffs have not been as predictable as we thought they were going to be. Um, last week, we were on Las Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Score in that series is two to one. Uh, the one game that Vegas lost was the game I picked them to win, so that didn't pan out very well. We're two games below 500 now. Mm. We still have long playoffs to make this record up and fight back to even, but uh, yeah, it has not been a very predictable series. None of the series is actually, in fact, every series is at two to one right now. Vegas is at two to one. Uh, all the series are at 2-1. Nobody really burst out to that 3 nothing lead. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to one of those 2-1 to series. We're going to go to Dallas. Because it's almost impossible to predict any of these series, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a player to score a goal. So after today's episode, at 3.30 Eastern time, we're taking from the Dallas Stars... Tyler Sagan to score a point. Uh, you're getting regular odds on this. You're putting up 110 to win 100. But he was barely noticeable in, in the last game. Game before that, he had a goal, power play goal. Game before that, I believe he put up two points. Um, so what we're going to do is at 3.30 today, instead of going with a team, because like I said, these are really volatile playoffs. It's appearing that anything can happen. So I'm going to go with the one player I think is due to get us 
a point. To put a point up on the board, that's all he has to do. Goal, assist, doesn't matter. They can even lose. Minnesota could beat the crap out of them. As long as he gets one point, we're going with Tyler Sagan to score a point in today's game at 3.30 Eastern. We're clawing back to even, fellas. I swear to God, this one's got it. Good luck, everyone. We've got lots more on the way. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this. It's early on a Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay Vegas, from our past experience, I'd bet against him. But uh, anyway, someone's telling us to uh, go get it. Go get it. All right. I'm fired up. I've been waiting all morning for this. All right. We're going to we're gonna go to you then. We're going to save, uh, save the Rangers till the end. So we're going to go Toronto-Tampa. Uh, Jay Vegas and Mike Jolis both had Tampa. Coach K had Toronto in five. I had Toronto in six. And Big B had Toronto in six. As we know, after the awesome, well, after the suspenseful ending to last night's game, Toronto is now leading two to one. All right. So you're right, Facebook user. Uh, here we go. <laughs> and I think that's I think that's Mike Jolitz. To be All honest. right, Mike. Here we go. Listen, I don't know what annoys me more in life. Uh, like Big B says, uh, you know, Islander fans, Red Wing fans, Boston fans. Doesn't matter what the team is. It's actually Melissa. She knows I'm 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 gonna spout. I think the thing that pisses me off more than anything is our own fans, including you, Bacon, in chat, absolutely freaking out. I was sitting in my living room, and my wife and my son are absolutely freaking out. A lion does not turn when a small dog barks. We're going to win this thing, and we're going to win it in five. The reason we're going to win it in five is because we're the better team. And this is why I wanted to talk about Boston. Boston needs to win because we're going to beat them too. The only team that's going to beat the Leafs this year is the Rangers. And I'm not usually this vocal because I, I, I walk on broken glass like the worst the rest of the, the Toronto Maple Leaf fans, we've been there before. We've seen it. We've done it. We've done it. Hedman came back last night. He was the best player on the ice. He made a difference. He made the game close. But we're just a little bit better. They don't believe in our goalie. I do. They don't believe in our players. I do. 
someone in chat last night, and I believe it was Bacon, was like, what kind of a wimp is Matthews? He's not going to throw oh. the gloves down with Stamkos. Are you kidding he me? He has wrist problems. He's there to, he's got five points in three games. He is such a baby. Stamkos made him look like a just a wet blanket yesterday. Nope. Five points in three games. He knows what he's doing. He's a smart hockey player. He picks his parts, and he does it well. Um, who else tells me Riley is a piece of crap? You know what? This is the team we got. Read my hand, ladies and gentlemen. I haven't done it in any other year. Five. We're better than this team Velasquez is not who he used to be. He's not Shesterkin. He's not Sorokin. He's not Allmark. Leafs in five. End of story. I will field questions. Well, I, so I have a question. Ozzy, uh, I haven't really watched any of the Maple Leafs games because they are exactly coinciding with the Ranger games. I'm watching the Ranger games. Um, but there was a call last night that uh, I need your guys' take on, which is uh, the, it would have had Tampa Bay go up four to two, but it was a disallowed goal. The, the, even though the puck was loose, the referee stopped it. So I want to hear your guys' take on that because that was, that's a momentum sw swing, right? If Tampa, if that goal is allowed to stand, Tampa goes up four two, that game is most likely over, but it stayed three, two Toronto came back, tied it up went on to win. So your take on that. Can I, I just yeah, want to so. answer a question in chat. Uh, Bacon, I'll leave that with you. Stamkos should have got five minutes. Penalty started the fight. He should have got a misconduct and got kicked out of the game. He was the instigator. Anyway, uh, go yeah, ahead. I don't, I, I don't disagree with that, that, that uh, statement. The, you know, Stamkos definitely should have got more than two minutes. Um, now, to, to go back to the, the disallowed goal by Braden Point. So as a goalie coach, um, the reason it was disallowed, the puck went in, the goalie was covering the puck. Now, granted, he was in the RVH, which, as you saw on the thing, his, his one pad was down, his other pad was up, and the puck was sitting underneath him. Point came in and, and touched it once and then pulled out and then touched it again. The minute he touched it the first time, that negates the continuous play option in the NHL rulebook where it says, uh, and I don't know the exact rule off by heart, but I, I do know that it says, had he pushed that puck and it had continued to move without a secondary uh, interference or, or secondary force, that would have counted as a goal. But because he poked at it once and then poked a second time, the minute he poked the second time, it negates the rule, and it's a dead puck and, based and, on the, and, when and, the whistle was blown. And to add to that, you and I teach us year in, year out, stay out of the blue paint. You're in the blue yeah. paint, and that's what he did. Bacon's right. He touched the puck. It didn't move. Goalie had it covered. Braden Point was in the blue paint. No goal. 100%. Yep, and that's the only reason it didn't stand. Had he only pushed it once, and again, it's something that we teach as well, is, is if the puck is in there and you don't hear a whistle, you keep going. And he did exactly what he needed to do. The problem was he didn't do it hard enough. And again, I, I think it was also the fact that he was trying to negate the fact that if he pushes anymore, 
he may have got the goalie interference penalty if that puck went in. Right. He would have got two. So it's a very, yeah. very fine line to walk when it comes to a puck that's in that situation because you don't want to cost your team a goal by getting it disallowed because of goalie interference. But at the same time, you, you still have to keep going, but you also don't want to get leveled if you're poking at the goalie. Right. And so, and, and you got to remember, uh, Big B, uh, the golden rule is stay out of the paint. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the big one, right? So and it happens. I mean, motion comes in, you're 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 moving. There, there, there's there's all kinds of anomalies. I, I, I just, this is why I asked because as I'm watching the Ranger game in intermission, they were reviewing that play, um, and they had the a former referee in there, the rules expert. What they what they were saying was that. Even though the puck was still alive, the referee lost sight of it. So once the referee loses sight of it, he blows it immediately. Uh, even though the puck was loose and the, the play continued, I'll call, bo- I'll, I'll call baloney. I'll call baloney to be politically correct on that. Well, that's I'm, that's what in intermission, whoever was, I don't remember who it was, but because uh, it was a nationally televised game on ABC, so they had the ESPN crew. Probably they, Kerry uh, Fraser or uh, Ron McLean. <laughs> One well, of that, those that, idiots that don't know what the heck they're doing. But anyway. Yeah, and, you know, and, and I'll go back to your point, uh, Coach K, you know, our chat. So the Leafs last night were incredibly frustrating to watch. The defense on both teams was very, very good. The problem was the offense on Tampa was better than the offense in Toronto. And Toronto would get the puck in their end. They would recover after, you know, five or six shots. They would skate the puck out across the red line, and they would do that stupid dump-in play that they do every single time where they'd push the puck to the corner. The problem was nobody was chasing the puck. So you're, you talking, about, you're, you're, you're talking about that stupid dump-in play that you and I both coach. Oh, we do. But But look at the way Tampa defended it last night. The minute that puck dumped in, one guy picked up the four, the four checking forward. The other guy got the puck, and out it came. Because you know, you're going to do that, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any aspirations of uh, coaching or anything else. You send the puck in once you cross the red line, two. Two guys in, one guy back floats. It's simple. Just like yep. your penalty kill. You play within the dots. Like, it, it's it's... I'm not a genius. I'm really not. <laughs> and that that's what I was getting to was they sent it a one and two situation where the four checker went in and the guy trailed behind him. They should have had both of those guys coming in to negate Tampa from getting the puck and getting it back out of the zone. Had that happened, they would have had more than 25 shots in the entire game. Now, two, two guys in. You're, you're, you're completely correct. Unless you're on a penalty kill. Then the one right. forward is deep and the three drop back. Right, which it's they did very well. They, they do that very well. Uh, generally, you've got you know Tavares uh, chasing in, giving the four check, and then all the other guys are hanging back. It, it, it worked out really, really, really well. I just Tampa knows that they're going to send one guy in, so they exploited it, and they they ended up out shooting them. I think it was what uh, thirty nine or forty to twenty five or something by the end of the game, and it showed. And that's what made me so incredibly frustrated was just watching them do that and and not getting any results from it. Now, thank God they got an icing and the face-off was in their zone at the end of the game 
in the, the the Tampa zone at the end of the game for Riley to take that shot. All right, so um, non-believer, uh, what's your pick? I say Leafs in five. Yep, you had Leafs in five. I had Leafs in six, and Big B had Leafs in six. I'm sticking with it. I still think they're gonna they're gonna pull it out. I think they need to they need to return to the way they played in game two though. Yeah, it's, don't be, uh, Leafs don't be so passive. Leafs in six. All right. Now, I love how see this is this is what I really like about this show. Shut up, Bacon. Big B just closed it. He just said Leafs in six. I love. Now we're gonna have to listen to him babble for fifteen minutes if we have that much time. Go ahead. We do. We do. And to to, to preface preface the New York Rangers New Jersey rant that's coming. Vegas had New Jersey. Joe Litz had Rangers. Coach K, you had the Rangers in seven. I had the Rangers in six. Big B had the Rangers in seven. As we know, after last night's unfortunate, disappointing loss for the Rangers, the Devils are now up two to one. Uh, the Rangers are up two to one. Let's let's get that correct. Ooh, oh, <laughs> my bad. Sounds my, like sounds <laughs> like one of those. Streak. Sounds my like one of those crappy Leaf yeah. fans is what he sounds like right now. The there we go. Fucking sky is... Oh, God, I said it again. I, my apologies, ladies and gentlemen. Just bleep it. <laughs> sounds like so, the sky is falling. So so let, let's be clear. The Rangers are up 2-1. to one. Rangers are up 2-1. to one. Uh, I said it a couple of days ago. Um, going into this series, they played four games in the regular season. Three of them went to overtime. It was going to be a tight series. The Rangers came out in games one and two and looked like a completely different team than they did last year in the playoffs. Last year in the playoffs, they showed their youth. They were kind of all over the place, uh, you know, pulling wins out of their rear ends, uh, taking every series to seven games. They started games one and two very extremely structured, extremely focused. They dominated the Devils. Um, the Devils were the Rangers of last year. They were young. They were lost in the game that the Rangers were playing. They had no room in the neutral zone. The Devils' power play looked terrible. The Rangers had sticks in the lanes, uh, scored goals when they needed to. They were, it, you can tell they were playing championship level hockey. Come to game three, the Rangers again stayed with that. They really didn't make mistakes last night. The Devils changed their game. The Devils play more of a, of a, a north south fast game. The Devils have more speed than the Rangers. They went to they they went away from that in games one and two. They went back to that in game three. Um, the Rangers handled it well. Uh, it was a much tighter game as we saw going into overtime. Um, and that's how the games were played during the season. I said this game, this series was going to be close. I said it was going to go to seven. I have The Rangers played very well last night. I can't complain about how they played even though they lost. They lost in overtime. It was a good shot by Dougie Hamilton at the end. Um, otherwise, they played very well. They, they, the, the one frustrating part was in the games one and two, <clears throat> the Rangers were four for 12 on the power play. Last night, they were 0 for 5. They couldn't get set up on the power play. The Devils changed their penalty-killing strategy, were getting to the puck, were fighting more along the boards. In games one and two, they were playing a passive penalty kill. They were basically staying in their box, trying to keep the Rangers to the outside. Uh, and Patrick Kane and Adam Fox killed them with that. 
with Chris Kreider getting four power play goals on tip-ins during that. Last night, they were much more aggressive, fighting along the boards, getting the puck, clearing it out, kind of frustrating the Rangers a little bit. So I expect them to come out uh, and make adjustments on their power play tomorrow night in game four. Um, I don't expect them to go away from the game that they played. Um, I think the Devils will continue the game that they played, and it's going to be a very tight series. Now, the thing that shocked everybody, which we talked about, was that Vitek Vanacek was not in net. Yeah, and who was the goalie? I've been... I've been, I've been, I've been I, I spoke earlier. I, I, I picked Carolina by mistake, but who the hell was in net? So Vanacek looked kind of rattled in games one and two. So uh, uh, Lindy Ruff said, we have faith in Vanacek. We have faith in Schmid. We have faith in Blackwood. Any one of them could play in net. All three of them contributed to our playoff run. So what they did is Vanacek looked lost. He looked shook. He looked rattled. He wasn't steady in net. They put in Schmidt. Now, I remember Schmidt at the very beginning of the season when the Devils went on their whatever 13 wins in a row, whatever it was. Um, they had goalie injuries, and Schmidt came in and played very well. For a, a rookie kid, he was steady. Uh, he played well. I remember he played one game against the Rangers and, and almost shut him out. Um, he's one of those kids that are just no movement in his game. He just goes to where he needs to go. He's square. There's no extra movement. He's a solid goaltender. It was a good move by Lindy Ruff. I expect Schmidt to start the rest of the series. No matter how long it goes, I expect him to start the rest of the series going forward. Okay, can we speak on this, or is it the New York Rangers? <laughs> no, you uh, talked about the Leafs for 20 minutes. Why not? I know. I get I get carried away. I'm a, I'll go first, Bacon, and I'll, I'll let you go next. Listen, um, these Rangers are, are, are they're something special. And um, I know we didn't go that far into our picks, but they got the goaltending. I have never seen a guy... Kale McCarr included, walked the line like Adam Fox. Um, oh, yeah. He, dude, he's fantastic. <laughs> he is. Wow. He is so much fun to watch. They've got something there. Um, so earlier when I was ranting about the Leafs and yada, 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 I got the Leafs will beat Tampa. They will also slay the Bruins. I believe they will in my heart of hearts. I could be wrong. They'll lose to the Rangers. I, be, I honestly believe now, after watching this team, and I've listened to your baloney all year long about them, Big B, and I, I try not to jump on a bandwagon because I'm not the guy that normally drinks the Kool-Aid, but I think the Rangers may win the Stanley Cup this year. They're that good, especially with a goalie like that. I think they're yeah. that good. I think the Rangers will win everything this year. There you go. I said from the hi from the highlights I saw last night. You're right. It wasn't a bad game. It, it looked like a great game. Um, just you know, an unfortunate ending to it. Um, and and I, I I didn't have much aside from the the uh, Schmidt being pulled into net, uh, which it, it seems like it's it's a trend in the playoffs, right? Where the the backups or the unknowns are kind of getting more time in net and they're coming out and they're showing what they're made of. Um, so good for him. So hopefully, uh, hopefully it works out and keeps them 
as much as I want the Rangers to win, uh, it'd be nice to see it go, you know, a little bit more of a distance and and uh, get that kid some experience. Well, uh, the, and then just the, Fox, I was again, say, like, the the Devils are a feel good story. Uh, someone's got to go back in their book, but I don't think any of us had them even in the playoffs yet. We were kind of like, oh, they're close, maybe. So they're a feel-good story. And, and God, I hope they make a series of this because they're playing against the Stanley Cup champions as far as I'm concerned. Well, they, they were talking last night, if the Rangers won last night, the series is over. I... I agreed. If they, you know, if they would have gone up three zero, the series is done. If the Rangers win tomorrow night and go up three to one, the series is over. If the Devils tie it at two, we're going seven. Uh, they're great, but here's the thing, guys. We often talk about these series, and we go, "Oh, they're buried. They're done. That's it." So, this is two very, very good hockey teams. Mm-hmm. There's no shame. Like, heads are going to roll, coaches are going to go, GMs are going to get fired. There's no shame when you're in that kind of a matchup. Same, oh, as, Tor- same as Toronto-Tampa. You're looking at the team that's been three times to the Stanley Cup. They've won it twice. Even if we choke, it's a good team. Yeah, this is the, the, the Rangers-Devils, it's, it's, a, it's a really good series. Um, I think what you to what you said, you know, the Rangers could win the Stanley Cup. They are playing at a different level, and I see them playing at a different level. And Tarasenko and Patrick Kane are the difference between last year and this year. Not because they're they you know they're goal scorers. The way they lead a team, the attitude they bring to the team, they are you know between the two of them won four Stanley Cups. Uh, Patrick Kane, Conn Smythe winner. He knows what it takes. Tarasenko knows what it takes. Add Goudreau to that, uh, leading the fourth line. It's just a different mindset this year in the playoffs. They are playing championship-style hockey. And as much as I believe in Samsonov, you ask me who I want in that right now, I'd pick uh, Shesterkin. He's amazing. Freaking unbelievable. Unbelievable. Why don't we go to uh, Mike Reads the News, or Mike Sports Minute, I mean, and then uh, really quick, we can, uh, I know there's a couple things we uh, wanted to get to in the water cooler talk, so we might go over a little bit today. If you guys are good with it, if you got to go, you got to go, just leave. Hey, I got I got nothing planned but hockey, hockey, hockey. So there we go. So let's go to uh, let's go to the Mike Sports Minute. You don't need to mute. You're okay. Here we go. Now it's time for Sports Minute with Mike Jollitz. Hello, 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 Pucks and Pints. Hello to Coach K. Hello, Sir Big B. Hello to Bacon as well. Alrighty, guys, it is now time for the Sports Minute. X Buccaneer wide receiver Antonio Brown is in trouble again. A judge ordered his arrest over unpaid child support. Whoops. NFL suspended five players for gambling. Their suspensions will be during the regular season, so if the NFL. So is the NFL trying to show they have integrity? Hmm. 
The NBA playoffs are going on right now as well, guys. The Phoenix Suns are up 3-1 against the Clippers. The Bucks are down a game against the Heat. And Memphis played the Lakers too late for me to care. Finally, in the sports minute this week, baseball's Oakland A's bought land in Las Vegas for a future ballpark. So when are they leaving Oakland? Not my team, so I kind of don't care, but, you know. Alrighty, guys, that does it for this ultra-quick sports minute. Hope you guys had a great show. I'll be checking it out later. Choose Chow on our feeder saying later. Bye-bye. It's time for a beer. boys let's do it and now nhlshop.com presents breaking news and water cooler talk all right you guys had uh, some stuff on your mantle uh i'll leave it uh bacon big b whoever wants to uh to start yeah i, I got a couple i threw in our in our off offline chat uh going back to the winnipeg series uh, talking about Morgan Barron for a second. Um, this kid, man, he gets pushed in to uh, to the skate of the goalie in Vegas, to Brassois' skate, cuts his face up, takes 75 stitches, goes back to the locker room, gets stitched up, comes back out at the beginning of the next period with a full face mask and proceeds to finish the game. And tells people, I feel pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he. I'll be honest. I looked at that and I thought, man, if you get a scar like that, I mean, that's that's bragging rights at that point. You know, like it's it's not something where you know I fell down the stairs and hurt myself. It's no, I was in the NHL playoffs. I went face first into a goalie skate and check out this scar. Um, that is the face of playoff hockey, right there. Absolutely. I'll tell absolutely. you, absolutely. And I had a debate with a buddy of mine who said, "Oh, the NBA playoffs are better than the NHL playoffs." And I said, "If that happened to an NBA player, they'd be in a hospital for a month." And I don't, I don't, I, I don't know if your children played ho- uh, soccer. I mean, um, but they they normally pull a stretcher out for a Charlie horse. Hmm. Well, they they carried. Uh, there's a, the famous picture of LeBron James being carried off by four people, one holding each limb because he had cramps in his legs. I mean, yeah. come on. The, you know, the, the, all other sports are not as tough as hockey. You could put football up there because they're, you know, killing each other. People are playing with broken bones and yeah. all of this. And, you know, Donovan, McNa- Donovan McNabb led a team to victory running on a broken ankle before it was uh, taped up. But um, there's nobody like There's no athlete like a hockey player. And, and I don't care. I'm not a Jets fan by any means. Although they may be my second favorite team in Canada, um, this guy—he's <laughs> our—he's our player of the week, ladies and gentlemen. He's—he's he's something else. I don't care what you think. Every time you you, you get a a Stanley Cup champion, uh, it'll come out at the end. 
oh he was he was playing with a broken rib or or he was he was going through uh, nagging injuries or he's going to have a hip replacement surgery they're warriors mm-hmm. they're all hurt out there right now three games are getting smashed is oh, yeah, killing yeah. them three games of the absolute Hardest hockey that they're, they're playing all season. It's nuts. And this this face right here is <laughs> face to prove it. Like it's uh, it, it's crazy. Every I mean, one I, of those guys. I don't care if you hate the team or you love them. Sorry, Big B. No, I was just say the, the 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 team the two teams that make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. There's two more months of this. This is only mm-hmm. three games into the playoffs. So there's going to be hitting. There's going to be broken bones there's going to be stitches uh and you know there's gonna be teeth lost uh, but that's what it takes to win the stanley cup and and and, and the wimps that go on ir they're making big money they they earn it for a reason Yo, oh i forgot look, to mention this this, is, this oh. is the kind of thing that you know i'm, I'm and i'm sure josh morrissey on winnipeg is is absolutely devastated that he's out because if he could play on whatever happened to his is I'm, I'm guessing it's probably his knee or his ankle the way he yeah, was coming it's, off the uh, ice. It's 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 a ACL. I guarantee it. If he could play, he would, and it, it probably is killing him to to have to sit there and get pulled off the ice and say, "Look, man, you're done." Yeah, when you uh, and I get it. Don't get me wrong. When you can't stand on your feet, you obviously can't play, but. You know, um, I just wanted to throw in there real quick. Uh, I don't know what the score is today. The game might not have started, but did Big B notice that the uh, Jays really spanked uh, the Yankees? I don't watch anything while the Rangers are still in the playoffs. Neither do I. I just I, I got I got a, a text thread going with a couple of friends of mine that are Yankee fans, and they're like updating, and I, and I, I just replied back. Haven't watched Rangers are in the playoffs. I love you, Big B. This is why you are one of the hosts of Pucks and Pints Radio. Because same thing at my house. Four o'clock. Playing music. I got YouTube on there. I'm done playing on what? Calm down. The game doesn't shut the fuck up and get a hotel. I'm sorry, I swore again. Oh my God, I think I'm on the other show. Shut the crap up and go get a hotel room. I have, I have, I, I don't know if you can tell, but I have Rangers on my watch band, so I'm keeping this on. I have, I also have the Yankees, but until the Rangers are out of the playoffs, then I'll switch the band to the Yankees. But until then, Rangers stay on my watch band. The only time I watch uh, or listen to baseball guys is when I'm in my gazebo having a nap, and the baseball games on. That's it. And the baseball games on. So generally, every Sunday afternoon after hockey season. Say. So the the other the other thing that I had, and this one goes out to our buddy Colton, no, because yes. it's another good stat that came out of last night's game. Uh, we'll go back to the Leafs and the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. It is the first time in NHL history that there is a. Uh, I'm going to use the word fight very loosely <laughs> here because it was more of a scrum. But I call first- it Twister myself. I don't know if yeah. anyone has ever played Twister, but uh, I thought it was like red foot green, left foot blue. But anyway. Yeah, we'll say uh, it was the first time in NHL history that one player beat the crap out of the other one and made him look ridiculous. 
between two players that have had a 60 goal season. He between did Stan not Coates beat and Matt. crap out of them. He made him look like an idiot. Because one player is smarter than the other player, and that one player wants to face the Boston Bruins and Smart. then get knocked out in six games against the Stanley Cup champion Rangers. Stamkos, on the other hand, has been a lunatic since he's played for the Sarnia Sting. He crashed into a goalpost when they already clinched first place and broke his tibia. <laughs> and I don't I don't disagree with you, but that's where we're going to have to disagree because if somebody grabs me, if I'm the best goal scorer in the NHL and somebody grabs me and starts punching me, I'm going to punch back. Uh, I'm not going to stand there and be thrown around like a rag doll. Absolutely no business. The Mexican needs to drop hands. Okay? Someone else should be there for him. He's but, but there realistically five in this points situation. In three games. In this That's situation, with who was on there. the ice, who was going to protect him? No one. There was nobody on the ice in that scenario that would come to his rescue. Well, certainly not Barbie Girl. We know that. Right? Now, that brings up another interesting point, though, is that Marner is playing more physical than most of the team is. Unfortunately, he doesn't have the size to do it. I have he's, some he's inside information. He's trying to do stuff, and he's bouncing off some of these guys ridiculously, but he's trying <laughs> I have some inside information. Uh, the trainers are injecting him with testosterone, which is really weird inside his body. He might actually grow facial hair. Marner is doing a great job. <laughs> I've never seen any one person flip-flop on, on a player as much as Coach K flip-flops on Marner. When Marner's going bad, he's the Barbie girl, he wears a dress, he does this, he does that. When he's playing well, Marner's the greatest thing on earth. You would fit well with the Islander fans. No, no, I'm not. Listen. <laughs> Guys, let me defend myself before we go off air because we're going well over. Uh, I go this way. Bacon... Picking on Matthews for being a wimp is completely, whatever it is, is completely ridiculous. I love Mitch Marner. He's an extremely talented individual. However, it, Bacon, how are you when you're coaching your kids? Like, Oh, no, 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 DK. Uh, Jake played great. He played. No, he didn't. No, I, I don't know. I don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> there's more in the well. And that's how I feel about Marner. I almost feel like he's my, my daughter. <laughs> Backhanded compliment, maybe? I don't know. I love the guy. I really do. I think he's the greatest. He does a lot of good things. He's always got a smile on his face. Don't leave anything behind, Mitch. This is your legacy. Oh, absolutely. I just, I like the way he's playing. I think it looks kind of funny when he's trying to make these big checks that bigger guys should be making, and he just doesn't have the size to do it. But he's, he, I agree. He is, he's leaving it on the ice. Yeah. And I love anything it. to chance. I the love the guy, Big B. I really do. I just, I'm not convinced he's in the right sport. I think he should be in 
playing shortstop for the Detroit Tigers or something like that. I, I, I'm still not convinced he's in the right sport, but I love the kid. I really do. <laughs> oh, man. Well, the only other thing that I had on my list, and that goes back to what you and, you and I were talking about, Big B, is uh, Timo Meyer. Mm. <sighs> Got traded for a big amount of money. I think his agent made a lot of money for nothing. He's he's I, he's invisible. He's not. I, I don't know. I you, where he where he was visible. And here's the one thing about. I mean, the entire team was invisible in games one and two. But last night, with Timo Meyer being in San Jose, uh, you know, you, you don't get a chance to watch him. Last night, he was one. He tried to take out Shesterkin and got a penalty called on Shesterkin because of it. He was constantly, I don't know how many times he was called for interference as like when, when, when uh, the, the D-man moves the puck, the Rangers uh, guy is trying to come up. He just steps in front of him and, and checks him. He's putting his team in bad positions. I think three of the five penalties that the Rangers had was because of Timo Meyer doing stupid shit, uh, stupid stuff. <laughs> He's, you got caught too. I, I, I feel mean, innocent now. It... I, He's not scoring in the series, and he's causing the team to get to 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 go on a, uh, on a, the penalty kill. I don't know what he's being paid for, but he's a bitch out there on the ice. Oh, yeah, and and we said that leading up to the season, right? We said, look, eight games or nine games on the ice, and he had like one one point. Like it was yeah. it was terrible coming into that series, so. I agree. I don't know what he's doing out there. I don't know who negotiated that deal, but I, I want him as my agent. That's like that seems like all he wants to do now is just interfere, or you know, I'm going to do something to try to try to draw a penalty. Which I mean, he should have been called for a penalty on the penalty that Shesterkin got last night. He should have been called for goalie interference. Uh, Don Sherry would tell you he's not a Canadian boy. Isn't That's he, what Don Cherry would say. Isn't he Swiss or something like that? Yeah, he's Swiss. He's, he's a great hockey player. He's just not focused. and um, no, He's neutral. <laughs> yes, he's, nu <laughs> he's neutral. He's used to being neutral. You got Playing the wrong neutral. show, guys. You got the wrong show. Uh, Let's I, not do that. I got, I, I got nothing else. Just because I called Mitch Barner my daughter, it's okay. I don't have a daughter, but if she did, if I did, she'd have more hair on her body than he did. <laughs> That's what makes him so fast. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's like Mark Spitz. He's like, uh, you know, a swimmer. All right, guys, we 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 gotta go. We got hockey coming up. Uh, um, there, there's things in chat that shouldn't even be said on this show. But anyway, um. Glad you're all on board. Lots more hockey to come. The reason we did this, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, big games tomorrow night. Um, uh, big games today starting in uh, just under an hour. Islanders, uh, Carolina kicks off the day at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Oh, what a, what a, you must be jumping. I want, to, I want to see what, what what they whine about next. Must be jumping. All right. I, I, I deleted the uh, show pictures, so we're going to end with us on screen. 
And, uh, folks, have a great night. We'll see you next week. We don't know when because we don't know when the games are. Right. Go Leafs. Leafs in five. Rangers in five. Here we go. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Subscribe to our YouTube channel now and make sure you never miss another upload. This is Pucks and Pints. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.